Am I the jerk for getting upset after finding my pregnant fiance smoking? I'm a 26-year-old male. My fiance is 28 years old and she's five months pregnant. We were watching a movie last night when I got up to use the bathroom. I was gone for a little bit as I've been dealing with a nasty stomach bug from food poisoning. When I came back from the bathroom, she wasn't on the couch. Confused, I went looking for her and found her outside on the porch smoking a cigarette. I was furious. Keep in mind, our unborn child is a planned pregnancy. We've been trying for over a year and we were overjoyed when we learned we were expecting. I am so excited to be a father. In the heat of the moment, I might have been a bit harsh, but I was so shocked. I didn't even know that she smoked. After I found her and expressed how frustrated and confused I was, she screamed at me that it was just a singular cigarette. She also confessed that she'd been having a few shots a week with her girlfriends and the doctors haven't said a word. She made me sleep on the couch last night and she hasn't said a word to me since. I just got home from work and she still said nothing. Am I the jerk for getting frustrated with her about this? She says it's not a big deal but I feel like it is. I tried talking to her sister who's had a few kids already but she doesn't think it's a big deal either. I just had, fast forwarding into the future, I just had a long discussion with her. She confessed to dealing with intense depression and anxiety and agreed to go to therapy both alone and with me to help. Our next OB appointment is on Wednesday. So given everything you know, am I the jerk for getting upset after finding my pregnant fiance smoking. This is one of those stories you just get angry as you're reading it. I mean, one of these instances can lead to permanent birth defects of that child forever. It's very, very unfair to that child. The most surprising part is that he never knew she smoked in general. That's a very weird thing to just come up out of nowhere. Maybe she had been smoking before he met her and it just never occurred up until that point again. One of the top comments says even one drink can cause F ASD and cigarettes increase the chance of caught death. I looked these both up and FASD stands for fetal alcohol spectrum disorder, which apparently is an entire group of conditions that can occur in a person who was exposed to alcohol before birth. There are apparently a ton of signs and symptoms of this thing. I'm not going to go through all of them, but just a few include vision and hearing problems, problems with heart, kidneys, and bones, shorter than average height, small head size, learning disabilities, poor memory, speech and language delays, intellectual disability or very low IQ, abnormal facial features such as a smooth ridge between the nose and the upper lip. And there are a bunch more, but that's just a few of them. The cot apparently means sudden infant death. So anyway, maybe some of you doctors out there know a lot more about this. You can leave us down below in the comments, but it seems like the obvious safest thing to do is just don't smoke or take shots on the weekend or whatever she said earlier. There are a lot of people that say, even though he was right, maybe he overreacted, but let me know what you think down below. Was he overreacting? Was he not? And is he the jerk for getting upset after finding his pregnant fiance smoking? Am I the jerk for being furious over a prank and not letting my husband deflect blame onto my brother-in-law? I have a brother-in-law who I've never gotten along with. I feel he is kind of a bully and he and his wife are so 
full of themselves. I would like to be no or less contact with him, but it's kind of awkward because when he brought his Persian wife home, he found out my mother-in-law and father-in-law are racist and immediately cut all contact. My husband wants to support him, so I agreed to more contact than I would like. My sister-in-law is a bit hashtag not like other girls type and thinks that she is better than me. We had a discussion once about how I would be so mad if my husband posted embarrassing pictures of me. My brother-in-law likes to troll her on social media or on birthdays and anniversaries and I said I would feel so unloved. Well, it's our 30th anniversary and my brother-in-law convinced my husband, I didn't know this at the time, that as a prank, he was going to get one of those embarrassing pictures of her tattooed onto him. At first, my husband thought he was crazy, but my brother-in-law convinced him it was an elaborate prank. He somehow convinced my husband to do the same. So my husband took an awful picture of me and tattooed it onto his back shoulder area. Well, when it was said and done, my brother-in-law revealed his tattoo and it had nothing to do with my sister-in-law and was something that he had been wanting. The prank was on my husband this whole time. My husband tried to brush it off, but I am furious. I told him he is an idiot. He betrayed me. He humiliated me. And it is going to take me a long time to move past this. Second, I said I am no longer in contact with my brother-in-law and sister-in-law for now and won't be at her birthday party. Third, I said if he keeps trying to blame it on my brother-in-law, I will go stay with my parents because at the end of the day, he is a grown man and chose to do it. My brother-in-law claims it's funny and I need to lighten up. My husband seems to genuinely think the tattoo is funny too. And even my sister-in-law says my brother-in-law took it a little too far, but she thinks my husband is a dum-dum for falling for it. I would say this reflects some of our marital issues, such as him wanting me to be more fun. So am I the jerk for being furious over a prank and not letting my husband deflect blame onto my brother-in-law with this whole tattoo situation? So the husband is trying to save face here. That's what's going on. He basically didn't realize that he was the actual subject of the prank, and now he's trying to pretend like it's funny anyway, even though the prank wasn't what he thought it was going to be. In a way, it's probably just as much of a prank to the OP here, the wife, because it's her embarrassing face that has to live on forever on her husband's body. I mean, I don't know how embarrassing this image is, but it must be pretty bad to be the subject of a prank and to cause all of this controversy around it. Pretty much everyone that responds to this has a resounding sentiment that the husband is just really dumb. One guy in the top comment says, I hope she doesn't have any kids with this guy. He may be too stupid to want to procreate with. I mean, he got an embarrassing picture of his wife tattooed on him. That's a special kind of stupid. More on the relationship psychology end of it. In response to that, someone said, I had an ex who often complained that I wasn't fun enough. What he actually meant was that he was unhappy and that I wasn't willing to keep up with his habitual binge drinking and he felt judged for decisions he knew deep down were terrible and self-destructive. He wanted me to make those same decisions so he'd have an easier time convincing himself that he wasn't a chronic screw-up or at least that he had a girlfriend who was much of a screw-up as he was. Definitely my own particular damage talking here, but whenever I hear a guy complaining that his wife slash girlfriend is no fun, my first thought is... Ah, she has boundaries and he can't stand it. Certainly seems to be the case here. But let me know what you guys think and what you would do in the situation. Jerk or not a jerk and why? Am I the jerk for exposing my brother's counseling business? I'm a 33-year-old male and I have a half-brother named Rob who's 40 years old. We're not especially close as Rob is very religious and I'm agnostic. He's one of those people who tends to push his beliefs on others. And even though I'd be happy 
happy to disagree about Christianity, he can't accept my view. To give context, Rob is estranged from both of his daughters, who are 21 years old and 17 years old, and he's barely close with his son, who's 19. He runs a very structured household with no boozing, PG-13 movies, and daily family Bible study. I'm not saying any of those things are bad, just that I can see why young adults wouldn't want to live in that environment. Well, Rob has started to offer Christ-based family and marriage counseling at his church. He's semi-retired due to his investments, but he's also an associate pastor. To his credit, he volunteers. The problem is that he holds himself as this model of a Christian family man, but his own kids don't talk to him. When his daughter, Kira, was getting bullied horribly in high school, he just said he was asking the Holy Spirit to give her the gift of discernment in her friendships. My nephew had a pink shirt in his teens and Rob burned it in the trash pit because he thinks that men wearing pink is a perversion. I don't trust the quality of counseling that he'd provide. My neighbor goes to Rob's church and her daughter, Anya, is really struggling with self-esteem and shyness. My neighbor was telling me that she heard about Rob and wondered if he'd have an open appointments for Anya. I said that he probably would, but I wouldn't trust the quality of his advice, especially for a vulnerable teenager. When my neighbor asked why, I told her Rob is estranged from his own kids. She had to run after that, but apparently she spread the rumor all around their church. Rob called me, feeling genuinely hurt, and he said he knew it was me because I live next door to Anya and her mom. I wasn't trying to be malicious, but am I the jerk for exposing my brother's counseling business? There could be a lot of reasons someone would have estranged kids, and they don't necessarily have to do with the fact that he's having this counseling thing, but with that said, I can completely understand the frustration if the kids had experiences like the one the OP described where they were in need of actual tangible help that their father could have provided, but instead their father just said that he'd prey on it. I mean, that's got to be one of the worst blows of them all. If you can actually help your kids and you don't do anything about it and you just say you're going to pray for them, then you're probably going to build some resentment like it sounds like he has brewed up for himself here. There are a lot of people that responded to know more about what he's actually doing here. One of them said, thank you. Unlicensed pastoral counselors have done and still do tremendous damage. I say that as a believing Christian. Another one said, also, the job title counselor is legally protected in some areas. He's not only harming people, but he may be breaking the law. And one more follow-up, if he's calling himself a pastoral counselor or a spiritual counselor, which he likely is, it's probably okay. If he advertised himself as a psychological counselor or used the word therapist, it would be dodgy and maybe illegal, but he probably isn't. So even though the OP wasn't trying to be malicious here, do you think he was in the wrong? Jerk or not a jerk and why? Am I the jerk for my response to my sister's boyfriend's so-called brutal honesty? I'm a 35-year-old female. My sister is 27 years old and she started dating one of those brutally honest guys a few months ago. He can be quite rude and make backhanded comments about me and my family sometimes, which is bothersome. But my sister says that he's not malicious, but that he's just brutally honest and we should get used to it. I visited my parents' house to celebrate my sister's birthday and my husband couldn't come with me because he was busy. After the party, we all sat down for dinner and my sister's boyfriend said it was weird that my husband and I don't have kids despite being married for six years now. I was shocked that he brought this up, but I gave a short answer stating that it's because of infertility issues. He asked on which side and I didn't want to answer, but my sister said it's on my side. I got uncomfortable as he looked at me for a second and said that maybe not having kids now is a good thing because he 
thought that women over 30 might produce defective babies due to age. I told him that it was none of his business, but he said he was just giving his honest opinion and that's all. I, in return, told him while maintaining eye contact, trust me, if I wanted an a-hole's opinion, I would have farted. Literally everyone at the table burst into laughter and my sister and her boyfriend were stunned. A few seconds later, her boyfriend excused himself out and my sister followed, then sent me a text after they left saying that I was mean and disrespectful towards her boyfriend and insulted him maliciously just because he stated his honest opinion. She also said that I ruined her birthday by being petty and making her boyfriend the joke of the night in front of the family. I didn't respond, but she demanded an apology via email as soon as possible. My mom agreed that I shouldn't have said what I said and I should have just ignored him knowing how he is. I think I'm the jerk, but I'm not sure. So am I the jerk for my response to my sister's boyfriend's so-called brutal honesty? That makes no sense that the mom is making excuses for this guy by saying that's just how he is. I mean, you could say that about anyone. Anyone can just be how they are in any situation, but things are different when they are the ones that are engaging in this whole thing to begin with. She's not asking asking him personal questions in front of a bunch of people. The boyfriend is asking the OP that. Why don't they have kids? And then wants to press even further to see whose side the infertility is on, when for a lot of people, that is a pretty heavy topic to bring up. I mean, it's like the guy is used to playing with fire all the time, and then he got burned, and now he's crying about it because he can't take what he's dishing out to a degree. One of the top responses said, repeat after me. He should have just ignored me. He knows what I'm like. I'm older than him. I can't change now. I am who I am. I was just being honest. Seriously, that's my opinion of his conversation. What's that? Those excuses are toxic? BS, mom? Cool, cool. Good to know you won't be putting up with anyone's crap from now on. That little mantra there perfectly summarizes the entire situation. He should have just ignored me. He knows what I'm like. I'm older than him. I can't change now. I mean, they're making the excuses like that for the boyfriend, but why not for the OP? Anyway, let me know who is in the wrong down below and if the OP is a jerk or not and why. Am I the jerk for telling my husband I can't take his wake-up routine any longer. I'm a 26-year-old female. My husband is 26 as well. We've been married for three years. He is a very heavy sleeper and always has set multiple alarms to wake him up since he was a teenager. The problem is, he not only sets four to five separate alarms in the morning, he also snoozes every single one of them. So they go off every two to five minutes for 45 minutes. His very last alarm goes off at 7 a.m. and at that final alarm, he promptly gets out of bed and goes to his office. He works from home. I get needing something to help you gradually waking up. I know there are alarm apps specifically made for this, but multiple loud alarms seem really excessive. I'm a very light sleeper and I wake up at his very first alarm. I don't have to wake up for work for another hour and by the time I'm able to fall back asleep, the next alarm sounds. It ruins my mornings and I'm getting really frustrated by it. He also has a terrible sleep schedule and stays up crazy late 1 to 2 a.m. to play video games to decompress with his friends. But I can see that he is capable of jumping out of bed at the last alarm. I suggested a compromise where he only only sets two alarms max. And because I always wake up, I said that I can ensure he gets to work on time. I didn't force it, but just asked him to please try it for my sake. We tried it out and it worked really well. But now he's back to setting and snoozing multiple alarms nearly an hour before he has to wake up and it's driving me crazy. I'm off work today and woke up every few minutes for at least 40 minutes first thing in the morning due to multiple blaring alarms and I told him I just can't take it anymore. He has a huge problem with me trying to fix or control his sleep schedule and gets very defensive. So, am I the jerk for trying to force a change? The missing piece of this puzzle here is, it seemed like it was working, but why did it go back to how it was
was before. I mean, if she was already guaranteeing that she was going to wake him up on time and it sounded like this new two alarm max system worked where she would wake him up if she needed to, why did it slip back to how it was before? I think at this point, if they want to stay in the same room, the only real solution here is to just become the only clock master. Just be the one that sets the alarms and then go back to that former arrangement where the OP tells the husband that she will personally wake him up. If the only thing that's stopping that from happening is the fact that he's defensive about his sleep, that seems like a non-issue. But who knows, maybe he has some serious issues with it deep down. But apart from that, it seems like they're not going to be able to sleep in the same room for much longer unless something radical like that takes place. But let me know what you would do if you're in this situation and jerk or not a jerk and why.